0: Hello Lafayette, and welcome to the next episode of the LPI Podcast, where we talk about Lafayette schools, the Elpi Education Foundation, and what your donation supports for our teachers and children. My name is Adam Welcome, and I am the host of this podcast with Elpi, and also a father of two children, currently at Spring Hill Elementary. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, you are in for a treat. We have two absolutely amazing teachers, amazing women, and educators from the World Language Program at Stanley Middle School. We have Lana Parnas and Claudia Winfewer, and we are so excited to have them on. Lana, let's start with you. Uh, Introduce yourself. How long have you been teaching at Stanley, and uh, anything else you would like? Our listeners to know about you.
1: Okay, hi Adam. Thanks for having me. This is my 10th year here at Stanley Middle School. Um, I teach Spanish 1A right now. I've taught Spanish 1A, 1B, French 1A, 1B, and I truly love the Stanley community, the families, the students, and I believe that our Stanley teachers, our faculty, is the best of the best. Um, it is a wonderful place to work and I enjoy my job every day. Um, I have two kids of my own that are now one just graduated from Berkeley and one is at UCLA. So I've uh, been through the middle school process with kids myself on the other side.
0: Yeah no that's a that's an important piece of being on the other side and before we got on today, Lana, we were talking and we have something in common. I was a teacher uh, at the school where your kids went to school. I knew I recognized the name, I knew I recognized the face and uh it's uh it's just fun to be reunited on the podcast and uh we have claudia winfuer and if you don't know claudia you will know about her very soon claudia introduce yourself and uh, tell us about you and how long you've been at stanley and what you do and everything else
2: well before i talk about myself i also want to add some a uh, few more things about lana she's way too modest because She also is our department head and if you can think about what a job, what job that entails, I mean what that all means in normal times, she is actually now saving our department and leading us through, well, some of the most difficult decisions during the COVID and the distance learning. And, um, I mean, I I write her emails like, thank you, thank you, thank you, and asking all these questions and going to all these meetings, and it's just unbelievable everything that she has done. So, merci. And she has obviously, as she said, she has taught French, so she's also been my colleague. So, I've been here um, for 30 years. Yeah, it's my 30th year at Stanley. But my 40th year overall uh, in education, I was born in Germany, I taught in France, I taught for three three years in Korea. And um, yeah, I mean, I speak German, French, English, Spanish, a little bit of Korean and and like a miniature bit of Mandarin, uh, which I had to learn when I was teaching, when I was asked to teach the um, real introduction to foreign, to world languages, oops. Um, and that's where we had to introduce four uh, different languages. And um, Stanley is probably, I mean, I don't have the data for the entire state of California, but I believe it's the, one of the very few middle schools that offers four world languages. It's just unbelievable. When I tell people where I work and what I teach and what, what else we offer, they always go like, you gotta be kidding me. And it's for, it's for real.
0: Well you're not kidding and I didn't know that there was four languages offered. I think this you know this podcast is no that's it's great information. Last week we had some Akalani students on talking about the blueprint paper and I've lived in Lafayette for 10 years and I just didn't know about all the programs that are in that are that are in Lafayette. So well Claudia while we have you and since you've been at uh, Stanley, probably one of the longest ten-year teachers there, if not the longest, which is just <laughs> no. It's an amazing. It's an amazing thing. Just tell us about the world language program. Give us a give us an overview.
2: Well, I mean, it's just this idea that you can't really put a value on one language and say, "Hey, that's the language you should be learning." So, I mean, schools offer different languages. It's just that at our school, it's uh, it's German, French, Spanish, and Mandarin. And we have an amazing crew uh, teaching those world languages. And the goal is, of course, to get kids excited about learning something new, about thinking about different cultures, thinking about different values, just getting to know how other people think, how other people behave, and just opening their world. And that's, that's why, I don't know when we even changed from foreign to world language, but um, it's been that switch where we say, hey, you, you learn a language that opens a new world for you. It Foreign has this connotation of being something strange. Well, it's foreign to me, like, ugh, but world language really has this whole, totally different focus. Yes, it opens a brand new world uh, for you, and like trying some grilled uh, whatever, what were those? Crickets, trying some grilled crickets from Mexico. I mean, it's like you really got to be curious. And that's what we're trying to to share with the students. And that's what keeps me going year after year after year. It's never boring because every country also always has new things that they, that they come up with. New music, new traditions, new fashion, new movies. It's amazing.
0: Well, as you're talking, I th- I'm thinking about what you said about just opening up. And I think about exposure and just uh, building... Building awareness in people about the world and all the different languages. And I would I would ask our listeners if you have had the opportunity to travel to another country, maybe just think about that and your experience maybe as you got off the plane in the airport and you heard a different language over the loudspeaker or trying to purchase a ticket and just just that. What it really did for you, I can think about my my first time traveling abroad, I was at Schiphol Airport in Amsterdam, and it it just, I I think about that so many times, and I've had the opportunity to travel all over the world many times, and just the perspective and how it's changed my life when I've come back to my life here in the United States, and um, just being able to give your students some some of that in in class. Now Lana as the department chair, uh, you're you're a teacher as well too, but department chairs have a little bit of a different perspective. So what maybe kind of different perspective could you bring when you're talking about the world language program and what it has to offer or maybe where you want to grow or just just anything along those lines?
1: Well, I think our program has been incredibly versatile over the times in making sure that a priority is not just learning vocabulary and grammar, but really passionately learning the culture. And I think our program does an excellent job of boosting cross-cultural understanding and empathy, which is so important in a global community, but especially right now. Um, Learning world languages helps to be able to connect people who otherwise wouldn't be able to connect and even in our society in our community um, getting a chance to communicate and understand the culture and the language of other people um, and like you said makes travel a lot more fun when you're traveling abroad to be able to to understand the nuances of culture and to get to play with the language and have fun with the language and try it out um, I, I believe that in our department a priority is making a nice gentle Um, Sort of like getting your feet wet in a swimming pool before your swimming laps. In high school, the speed is twice as fast as it is at Stanley Middle School. In Spanish 1 in the high schools, a one-year class. And 1A, 1B takes place over two years at Stanley. That allows us to do a lot of things like games, um, culture, art, music. Um, we do. Uh, we teach through games and storytelling, and in some classes it's through songs, and some classes it's through um, garbanzo stories. But a lot of storytelling and a lot of hands-on kinesthetic learning. Um, I also think we give students in middle school a chance to play around with different ways in which their brain works and ways in which they can memorize information, which is important to learn before they get to high school. So, you know, language is a lot of repetition and through comprehensible input through a lot of stories. We teach through repetition but there's still an element of memorizing. So we expose them to different ways to memorize, be it um, writing words out or doing flashcards or trying Quizlet or listening activities. Some kids are auditory learners, some are visual learners. some I think most kids are kinesthetic learners. Therefore we expose them to all, we do some kind of an engaging um, activity that um, reviews all the vocabulary. But by the time they get to high school, the goal is that now they know the most efficient way for their brains to absorb a lot of vocab a lot of information and then they have the tools they need to succeed with all of the you know with science and with formulas in math and with english anything where they're going to be needing to memorize they know what works best for their brain that's most efficient in the least amount of time the most cost-efficient uh, way to learn. Um, and then also one other benefit to taking world language in the middle school is you can get to the AP level in high school and start at level two. If, you, if a student starts at level two, then they can take AP, which gives them college credit and boosts their chances of getting into a good school if they want to apply to college.
0: Yeah, and I, I think if I had to briefly summarize the skills that you learn in a language while learning another language are transferable to so many other areas uh, in different classes and just in your life as a whole. And Claudia, this next question is for you. Uh, you. You were born in Germany and you've lived all over and you speak like 25 languages. And I think about our economy in 2020, even before COVID, we live in a global economy. And, you know, you can work and have teams in five different countries, but live anywhere in the world. But even now, especially with many people working remote, having those language skills are are so important. So why, we live in a global economy. What what are those reasons or what are other reasons or things that you've seen from teaching in Korea to living in Germany to now living in California that just brings that world language all together?
2: Well, I think... Um, I mean, it's an interesting question you're asking because I'm going to talk myself out out of a job here, but I mean, most people do speak English, obviously, especially in places like Germany, one of the biggest economies on the planet, they do speak English. But as uh, Lana said, um, when you come to our World Language Program, you will learn how to learn a language and you will learn how to connect to other people and to understand other people. And sometimes the culture is almost more important, understanding and mastering the culture is more important than learning the language by itself. So, I mean, again, um, it, it, it's, a, it's a fine line because yes, we want people to, to actually master the language, but then um, often they will get ahead in the workplace because they can relate. They know how to act in certain board meetings when they meet a French person or a person from China or whatever, because they have learned the culture. That is a huge part. And um, I mean, the American Council on Teaching a Foreign Language has, has long now recognized this, that we can't just say grammar and, and, and pronunciation, whatever. Culture is one of the, the three Cs. And so we have to like really, really uh, emphasize that
0: yeah you know i wasn't expecting you to talk about the culture and the social kind of cues, and as you're talking, the more I'm thinking so much of it is is that if even if English was not the language of the world or what people learned for business, it still is important um, and just building relationships and I think those relationships are are so important and in thinking about relationships and interactions and in conversations. Lana, what types of interactions and conversations do you see your students having in class or in a, in a Zoom breakout uh, in the language that you're teaching at the moment that just makes you proud to be a teacher?
1: Well I'm proud to be a teacher every day because these kids are amazing and um, they tr- they are trying so hard, they're so resilient with what is being thrown to them this year. And their positive attitude and effort um, inspires me every day. Um, what we try to do is bring the real world into our classroom, be it Zoom or be it behind our walls. And so if we're teaching food, a unit on food, um, we'll create some kind of a restaurant scenario. And prior to COVID, there was, involved and there's always so much in fun cooking activities, you know, pretzel making and crepe making and uh, learning how to make tortillas or ordering at restaurants and you know I know in my classes we would um, create menus and the students would bring in food and half of them were waiters and half of them were customers and they would role play and then they'd switch and I'd always tell them you know be nice to your waiter because he's about to be your customer and it's going to be payback time. Um, so we would we would just have fun with it and use it and and create a setting in which they're using in a real life setting the language they just learned. Um, a lot of actually, they- Lana,
2: maybe maybe we can we can add at this point that these p- special projects are only possible we because we do get Alpi funding. Um, I mean, I know that's always people always ask like wh- what does Alpi in what role does Alpi even play. But um, I mean, so many of those special things that make the classes such high value comes with the support. I mean, it's Alpi, it's PTA. It is something that we couldn't really be doing if we didn't have uh, special financial support. And, and also, um, I mean, we have docents for, for a language uh, one-on-one Uh, projects. We have uh, uh, art docents who come who make all of this almost like I could say almost more colorful. I mean it's just like we are already colorful but it makes it even more colorful.
0: Well Claudia you beat me to it. LPI contributes $300,000 a year to Stanley electives and you know LPI in the old days as LASF, Lafayette Art and Science Foundation and then just that migration to the current LPI and I mean just with numbers like that in donations and support thank you to all the families and businesses and all contributors in Lafayette that support LPI and uh, we also have Danielle Gallagher with us today who is the uh, vice president of of El Pai this year and also the parent of a sixth grader at Stanley and I think before I asked Danielle to, to, uh, to contribute, I think I know the feeling that Danielle has for world languages because her daughter and my daughter have taken Spanish at Spring Hill for the last I think four years. Through an elective program that starts at seven forty-five in the morning and kids are like <laughs> it's early but we love Spanish so uh Danielle on behalf of Elpi what does the contribution what does world language just mean to you and your family
3: yeah thank you Adam so much for having me today and I love listening to Lana and Claudia um Elpi is so proud to support 24 electives at Stanley, which include world language. And as Claudia mentioned, the fact that our kids have four different choices and are exposed in sixth grade through the wheel program and really lets them figure out, you know, what language would I like to try in seventh grade? I think Betsy so eloquently says what's neat about middle school is that kids can really dabble and figure out what path or direction that they want to focus on, Um, and the fact that there are four choices in world language is incredible. So, and thanks to all the parents and community members who support LPI, we're we're able to do that.
0: Well, thank you, Danielle. Uh, We appreciate you and all the work and volunteer hours and time and support and everything else in between that you and the entire LPI staff. Uh, and volunteers do on a daily basis for all the children in Lafayette. Okay, Lana, I have a scenario for you. You have every single parent of a fifth grader at one of the four elementary schools in front of you, and they're not sure about world language and this and that. What do you tell them about world language? How do you convince them that it is an important part of their child's education?
1: Oh, world languages. I think colorful is a great word that Claudia had used. Um, our communication, we're as social beings, and being able to communicate and be social with the world around us is so important. And right now, opening our eyes to the world and the world outside um, is, is something that you can't get from the other, uh, in the same way from um, most classes. And this is a... Thanks again to Elpi for the opportunity to do what we do in our classes, which involve the kinds of amazing culture and art projects like um, just as, a, as an example of what you'd see in a world language classroom, you would see um, language and games and learning how to socialize and explore the world through geography and art and music. We, we have a concert where we sing and we dance and all the different languages have their own song and their own dance and we get together and the feeling in the air is just, you know, so, uh, it's like lightning, you know, everybody's so passionate about sharing their song. Um, we have a cultural fair in which we put on for the entire community, um, all of the diverse cultures that make up our community of Lafayette And we share our stories and our cultures and our history and our food with each other. Um, Things like storytelling, making everything from French and uh, Spanish tiles to Milagros and and recipe books with lavender sugar and recipes for making things from uh, lavender from Provence or from Chinese Chinese recipe books with spice jars and how to make these recipes with Chinese spices. Uh, pinatas that are just mind-blowing pinata projects that they engineer and they come up with the most amazing structures and then they learn all about the history and how they began and how they made and they get to be with friends and speak in spanish and listen to music and and do art Um, it's a very well-rounded course and I also like I think I I don't know cloudy I think all of us um, always encourage students to consider studying abroad at some point. And fortunately, when when we're past this pandemic pre and past COVID, um, we offer even in middle school at Stanley, student exchange programs where they can interact and meet students from Germany and students from Columbia and they come to our campuses for at least a week and we interact with them and they can live with host families. And then um, there's a program to Columbia um, if students wanna travel. My daughter started studying abroad in middle school and high school. And she ended up taking two years of college through a Berkeley dual degree program, studying in Europe for two years. And she has now two bachelors in four years, but she's been to 52 countries and she's twenty-two years old. She speaks three languages fluently, much like Claudia's son. Um, So she's trilingual. When you've been to 52 countries, it teaches you something that reading out of a book will not teach you. And so we all have lived abroad in multiple places, and we like to encourage our students to sort of see through different eyes, get a different perspective on, on life around us.
0: Wow. Well, that's a heck of an elevator speech um, about the world language programs. Claudia, do you have anything to add? That well, Lana... I
2: was just gonna say that um, I'm, I'm, I usually make it very short, where I say um, that we are actually making the world a better place because we are promoting peace. Because when you know people, it's much harder to hate, and when you meet people up close you actually learn more and you will be able to have different relationships. And that's that has been my goal for the last 40 years. And that's basically what I'm, I'm trying to be the role model for that. And I think in our department, we're all trying to be role models for um, tolerance and for curiosity and understanding and, and promoting um, a worldview that is more open than closed. And I think that that is basically what what pushes our department. And yeah, I started a pen pal program in 1995. And I just got an email from Julie Livers, our art docent, that her son, who was also in my class 15 years ago, actually, um, is still in contact with the pen pal that I set him up with. And I'm like, Oh my god and they actually meet whenever swen comes to the united states they meet and i was like oh my god don't make me weep here but um you never know who you touch and again in our department we we need to promote better understanding to have a global uh to have glo- to educate global citizens in our school
1: and i think the cultural care does a good job of inst- we don't just talk, teach you know tolerance we teach appreciation we we, um, we teach love of other languages and love of diversity. And, um, and so I think that was really well put um, with what Claudia said that we want to embrace other cultures and um, cherish uh, not only the similarities, but the differences as well.
0: A global economy is, is important, but global understanding and global empathy is more important. When you know someone, it is harder to hate. Claudia, I think that is the quote to end this conversation on. Lana, Claudia, Danielle, you all three are a gift to Lafayette and uh, Lana and Claudia, thank you for all the energy and excitement and passion that you bring to the world language program at stanley everyone listening thank you for the continued support thank you for listening share the podcast on your facebook or email it to your friends you can listen on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. you can listen on spotify and you can also listen to the podcast on youtube we hope that everyone has an absolutely amazing day now for a special message from lpi executive director beth goldberg
1: Hi everyone, and thank you for listening to the El podcast series. We hope you are enjoying the conversations and learning about the impact of your donations to El If you want to hear more, please subscribe. We will continue to roll out conversations with experts in our community. So you can hear firsthand how our students are benefiting from your support. Without an education foundation in Lafayette, we would lose incredible programming that expands opportunities for our students. So please visit LPI.org and donate an amount that is meaningful to you. If you have questions or hot topics you'd like us to talk about, contact LPI at office at LPI.org. Thank you and stay tuned for the next podcast.